Broadcasting from their dining room table in Long Beach, California, it's the Stonebirds with Dave Stone and Katie Strandberg. Get it? Advice and encouragement from two goofballs who can barely run their own lives. Call now at 562-548-2012 to be a part of the show. Now welcome the Stonebirds. Never, never, never. Mayfield. Never even heard of it? Nope. Don't know what it is. Mayfield. Is oh. it like Ben and Jerry's? No, it's, um, no, it, it was big in the South. I, I, I don't even know if they're around anymore. I haven't, haven't been grocery shopping in the South. But anyway, Mayfield was like, I guess dairies in general are kind of regional yeah. for the purpose of freshness. <laughs> I don't really know how all that works. but uh, <laughs> I have no idea. But in the South, when I was growing up, the, the best milk and the best ice cream you could possibly buy was Mayfield. Mayfield. And, it, and I don't know if it was really that great or we just fell prey to, like, wholesome marketing. Why? What was the marketing? It, they had, like, a cow. Like, the, the oh. logo was, like, this cow, the Mayfield cow. But, like, their commercials were very, like folksy and down homey and plus uh the uh the milk jugs were yellow like a golden yellow Ooh. as opposed to clear or white Ooh. so that just felt like uh, you know this is liquid gold oh but i would have really loved was, that it really was good uh or at least we thought it was like compared to like the other national brands and stuff but yeah like mayfield was it was just the standard. Yo, know, I'm going to run to the store, get a jug of milk, you, you get Mayfield. Or if you're going to go get a quart of ice cream or half-gallon ice cream, you get Mayfield. I love that. Yeah, Mayfield. What did y'all have here? Like, what's the regional? Okay, so I don't know regional with SoCal, but I do know for Corona, California, in the 90s, when I was a huge ice cream maven, um, and I still am, okay? <laughs> ice cream I'm maven. I'm an ice cream maven. I love it, and I'm, I'm into it. Mm-hmm. There was a ice cream called Thrifties. Okay, yeah, like I know Thrifties. Thrifties ice cream. They're in gas stations. Like they have like a little, a little counter, like where oh, you could get you could yes. buy like scooped ice cream. Yes, like the person behind the counter will get it for you. Thrifties ice cream. But I've seen cream. Thrifties, and I remember it was in yeah, it was in a Thrifties. Mm-hmm. Was Thrifties the CVS or it was like in a CVS esque okay. place? I feel like I've seen them in like. You know, interstate gas stations, like like side of the road Have gas stations. For a while, or is this a brand new thing you've seen? I mean, I don't know. Okay, because I, I, if it originated in Corona, California, uh-huh. that might be the greatest thing that's ever existed. It uh-huh. probably didn't, and I'm dead wrong. However, there was a Thrifties where you would go, and it was an old-timey ice cream scoop. Uh-huh. Like, it looked... You know, those like silver those. ones yeah. where it's like you hit a little button and it's mm-hmm. like, ching, there you go, ice cream. And oh, and it was just pristine and it was in like a drugstore. So you, it felt like even more special. Mm-hmm. Like, not only am I going to get gum, but I'm going <laughs> to get some ice cream. <laughs> ice cream scoop, uh, a very cheap but often overlooked kitchen utensil. Interesting. Everybody needs a good ice cream scooper because you don't want to just taking a spoon and you're, you know, contorting your whole wrist and forearms trying to scoop that shit out. Get, just get you a five dollar ice cream scooper. That and a pizza slicer. Ooh, those are two very useful kitchen utensils that people rarely have. Do you have a preference of ice cream scooper? No, I don't like have a brand preference. Although now, if we want to get specific, we could talk about the button scooper, like you described. That had a little lever, the little yeah. button that you know kicks it out. Or you could just go old school, where it's just like. Just like one big carved piece utility. of metal. Yeah, where there's yes. no, no button, no My nothing. My mom had one those of those. Cool. It just looks like almost like a gardening tool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's steel. Yeah. I think it's roaming around that sad kitchen at my dad's mm-hmm. house. But oh man, yeah. that thing was rad. Those, those are good too. And I'd be like, oh look, it's one scoop. But it'd be like half a gallon because I would just just take that huge spoon and get yeah. it in there. Yeah, if you're using a regular old spoon. Sometimes you're going to bend it. If Sometimes. It, I used to ruin so many spoons. I got yeah. in trouble a yeah. lot. Get, get you an ice cream scooper. Yeah, Mayfield, that was uh, that was the way to go. 
Oh, how I'm, cute. I'm assuming they're still around. I don't oh, know. Oh, how cute Mayfield. Yeah, it was definitely top of the line. Get you some. And, and it wasn't like premium price. Like it wasn't like bougie premium, but it was just like, oh, this is this is the best you can get for like mainstream wow. dairy products. Oh my gosh, oh my I gosh. love that. Yeah. And is it still around? Wait, did you say I, that? I don't know because I haven't hmm. been grocery shopping in the South for you know years. Aww. But uh, I'm sure I'm sure they're still around. Mayfield. Ice cream talk with uh, David. Katie. Oh hi guys, this is ice cream. This is the Stonebergs. Hello. How about you, boo? <laughs> Good, boo. I thought you were going to say, I'm Dave Stone. And then I was going to say, I'm Katie Strafford. So I waited. I and then, it, yeah, you did. Psych and out. way to go, boo. Way to go. Hello. You're looking good, boo. Boo, thank you. You too. Might I say you're you're radiant? Okay. Thank you. You're glowing. It's you get, you, sweat. I appreciate it. I'm hot nice as glow. hell. Thank you, boo. Yeah. I'm detoxing my, my effing ass off. It's a, It's been a journey, boo. It's yeah. been a health journey. Thank you for saying effing. I was listening oh, yeah, back to, I don't like listening to ourselves <laughs> talk or myself talk. I, don't, I could listen to you talk. Yeah. I don't listen back, Mary, but I was listening back uh, a couple weeks ago. I just couldn't help but notice <laughs> you're, really, you're really throwing the, 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 the motherfucker around. Guys, wow. Not, not that that's a bad thing. We're, no, you, know, we're you, not, just, you I, just did it, though. I'm not a Puritan. You're right. Uh-huh. But it's just funny. Like I don't know. I don't know what episode. You're it was, absolutely but it just, right. No, yeah, it was too much. It, it felt like you had been working at a construction site for two weeks. I had you been hanging out with my dad a lot. That. Yeah. No, I be, I became a grouchy old man, uh-huh. and that that guys I apologize for. I I don't want to have a potty mouth. Mm-hmm. I want your little youths to listen to this and and feel like they're getting ear candy. You know. I don't. What are any kids listen to this? I don't. Who knows? Maybe there this, are some kids. This can't be interesting. Youths. to a kid. Sure. We just talked about ice cream. That's Horror. true. That's, yeah, that's true. It's and not depression. Like, kids love talking about depression. It's not like we're operating on such a high intellectual <laughs> level that it would go over anybody's head. So yeah, maybe maybe that is our target audience. There you go. Ten to thirteen. <laughs> Boom. How you feeling, Boo? Boo, I'm doing okay. I'm, I'm, you know, my body, according to Dr. Kim, is is very complicated. <laughs> That's what he told me today. Really? Yeah. He's like, you're, you're, you're. Don't, don't, don't do it. Oh, I yeah, can't yeah, do yeah, Don't, don't <laughs> do the accent or anything. <laughs> Even though if you did, no. you wouldn't be mocking him. You're this right. is how he this sounds. This is how he talks. But there's no need I to try understand. to replicate that. Thank yeah. you. I was about to do that. Yeah, I know. It's easy and to go into it. Okay, uh-huh. but he had said that um, <laughs> I asked Dr. Kim, I'm so proud of myself because I'm going to acupuncture, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm drinking all the water, all the tea, I'm trying to not eat crap, minus ice cream because I love it, but I'm trying, uh-huh. I'm working out, and I was like, hey doc, I, am I doing so good? Like, please give me praise. And he just silently looked at me and said, you are very complicated. Hmm. And I said, yeah, I've heard that before. And you're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, guess what? This patient is going to be complicated, buddy. Yeah. This isn't a free ride here, doc. <laughs> I, get, I could be an MD. I made that diagnosis years ago. I know. <laughs> and by complicated, you mean lovely and mm-hmm. interesting. Absolutely. There's got to be a better way of saying it mm-hmm. than complicated, complicated. issues. <laughs> and then he kind of mumbled other stuff. And he, he makes me sad because I want his approval. Yeah. I want his health approval, but it's just... There's a lot of inflammation. My kidneys are damaged. Long story short, guys, I'm mending, and it's going to be great. Yeah, he said uh, to expect some discomfort during the mending process and uh, been having some kidney issues. Thought maybe he had a kidney stone, but he did say that your kidneys are mending and that they would, they would be painful. Yep. So, it says that, mend- that he said that the body mends itself mm-hmm. or fixes itself, whatever the body does. And in the healing process, it's going to be very uncomfortable. And this mending is is mending from the damage caused by all the prescription meds. Yes. Did he go into specifics like I like? I know it's very frustrating. I, I still understand how they damage your kidneys and I liver. I don't and understand all of that at all. Hmm. And uh, he does not go into details, so it is frustrating on my end as well hmm. because I want to know everything. But maybe he's not telling me on purpose. Maybe it's like part of the plan. Mm-hmm. Well, it is complicated. 
might yeah. be hard to explain. Which is my brand. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a complicated person. So, <laughs> thank you, Emma Ron. <laughs> but it's been good, Boo. Thank you for asking. Yeah, you've yeah. I've had a few uh, meltdowns, and I want to go ahead and apologize. Oh, I've no. been, um, if you guys aren't listening. Uh, I, don't, I don't think you've had any meltdowns. I had, well, I've been crying. Oh, oh, no. it, it, the thing is, guys, I'm, I'm going off stuff. I'm going off medication, blah, blah, blah. Um, and it's, it's hard mm-hmm. because it makes you feel like you're, my head's like marshmallow and I and, and Dave's been awesome because you've been very kind because I have felt crazy, no. absolutely, and no. it's the worst feeling. But I know it's I'm on the road to recovery. So you got this, Boo. Thank you. Ain't nothing Thank we can't you. handle together. I know, <laughs> Team Boo, right? Team Boo. Speaking of Team Boo, oh yeah, big oh. news in our little universe this week. We uh, finally locked down a date and a venue for our wedding. Yeah. I didn't want to scream. Yeah. I tend to get excited and get too loud. But yes, I'm so excited. So initially, we were talking about Vegas. Yes. Vegas is awesome. We both love Vegas. However, I think we kind of came to a conclusion that maybe Vegas might be a little too distracting. Yeah. We we don't want... Listen, guys, I am selfish. I want to be the star of the show. Okay? (laughs) Vegas... I can't compete with Vegas. Who can? No one. Now... I'm not saying there aren't beautiful weddings in Vegas. There are. But but you know what called our name? A little town just down the road. Palm Springs. Yep. I guess further road. Further road. Not really. Not, not too, yeah. Anyway. About, what, about 100 miles or so down the road? <laughs> just not, down the road. Not too far. <laughs> yeah, we decided on Palm Springs. We did. Uh, we both love Palm Springs. I love Palm Springs. Beautiful, beautiful town. Oh, um, there's I'm a ju- walk of fame. Yeah. I'm sure most people might be familiar with it, but, you know, just in case you're not. A uh, little desert resort town uh, about two hours east of Los Angeles, just right out the 10. And I guess there's a lot of uh, Hollywood history there because, uh, if I understood correctly, I guess dating all the way back to the 1920s, um, a lot of Hollywood stars would kind of make that their second home or their vaca- weekend home just to get away because it's close enough to where, you know, if they need to zip back, they're only a couple hours away. Yeah. But it's also far enough to where the paparazzi aren't going to follow them out there. So uh, Sinatra had homes there, uh, Marilyn Monroe, Lucille oh. Ball, uh, oh, all kinds man. of folks. And it, it's just, it's so retirement community, mm-hmm. but not like a really cool vibe. Yeah. The vibe is just it's right up my alley. very peaceful. Yes. Um, Because you're literally just in the middle of the desert, Mm -hmm. uh, surrounded by beautiful mountains. There's a couple of mountain chains there. That one, the one closest towards the west, I think, is the uh, San Jacinto. Jacinto? I I, I don't know. Beautiful. Just these big, and that's the one thing, and you and I have talked a lot about this, but like coming from Georgia, coming from the south, we obviously have beautiful landscape, beautiful geography there, but nothing like what we have on the West Coast in terms of, like, that desert environment. So the first time I came out here uh, driving, like, through Arizona, New Mexico, and then, you know, the the eastern part of uh, California, I just, I'd never seen mountains like that. I'd never seen, like, Rocky Mountains. You know, not that they are the Rocky Mountains, but m- mountains that are rocky. Like, oh, all yeah. the mountains in the south have trees on them. And, uh, man, Palm Springs, those mountains just really, really have that, like, Mars vibe. It really does. It feels like you're on a different planet, mm-hmm. but like a fun, cool, gay planet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a big, it's a big gay uh, destination. Oh yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh yes. My inner gay man, because I identify as a gay man. That mm-hmm. nope, can't say that. I, I, can you? Can I say that? Is that PC? I don't know what you can or okay, can't say. Cool. So let's just keep going. Yeah. You're um, not. You're not. It's not a, you're not mocking. No, no. I just, I love the LGBTQ Mm -hmm. community so much. And yes, they are a very LGBTQ friendly Mm -hmm. uh, town, town, city, city, whatever. What's the difference? Uh, Population. Okay. Yeah. The city has, I I don't, I don't know if they're quite a city. I think I saw, did I see correctly? Maybe 40,000 population lives there now. So that might be a town. I don't know. Might be a city. Who knows? I think there's no way to know. <laughs> I think over a hundred thousand, it jumps from a town to a city. I okay. Think. Anyway, but it's just it reminds me of West Hollywood 
but like the downtown cool shops mm-hmm. and all the awesomeness, but it's like more relaxed mm-hmm. and not so West Hollywood in your face. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you've got, a, LA. you've got a few different demographics here, obviously, you know, the gay population, but then there's like a lot of senior citizens that are oh, golfing. My people. And then you still got like some of the desert rats from like, uh, you know, that kind of live on the outskirts and yes. other parts of, you know, uh, Palm Desert, Cathedral City, Joshua Tree, that kind of stuff. So um, I just, geographically, I just love it. I just love the desert. I love desert mountains. Um, they've somehow, the palm trees. So I know the story like in Los Angeles where the palm trees aren't native because it's a desert. I'm, I'm assuming the same really? thing out there. Right? Is that you, a thing? I know. Oh, I just you never heard they, that? <laughs> no, I just And you're from grew. here and you never heard that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, I, I think like when they, were, when they were building Los Angeles, I think they, they brought in a, a bunch of palm trees. Because oh. I don't know if palm trees are native to the desert, but the, the palm trees are tropical. Desert's the opposite of tropical. Anyway, a lot, of, lot of palm thought, trees okay. in Palm Springs. I yeah. could be wrong about that. I, I have no idea. You're probably correct. I just, I really thought, wow, L.A. is the, you know, a lot of palm trees. <laughs> <laughs> but just the, those mountains are so steep, too. Yeah. The way they butt right up to the city there, uh, they're just, like, some of them are just, it's almost like a straight incline. Well, and you were telling me that the houses all have to be... A certain mm-hmm. height, right? Yeah, I think uh, I read somewhere about Palm Springs that, uh, and it's true if you look around, there's no, I think maybe 60 feet is the max or 30 feet. There's no three or four story buildings yeah. because uh, the, the city council designed it that way. That way everybody, no matter where you live in the city or the town. Uh, town city. You, uh, you're you going to have an unobstructed view of the mountains. Oh, and so, I love that. Yeah. That's such a thoughtful thing to think yeah, of. Zero Way tall to go. buildings. Zero tall buildings. Oh, another fun fact. Uh, I know you're a fan of like mid-century modern, like that, that type love. of design and decor. Oh, mid-century modern. Apparently, uh, more mid-century modern homes in Palm Springs than anywhere else in the world. Shut up. Yeah. Shut it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm just, it's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> but yeah, we got a beautiful venue. Yes. Uh, Casa de Monta Vista. Casa de Monta Vista. And uh, Casa de Monta Vista. guy who owns it, <laughs> quite a little character. Oh, I love him. Sweet little fella named John. Couldn't have Joe. been. Joe. Joe. John? Joe, you're right. Uh, Joe. Uh-oh. I think oh, it's, boy. I think it's Joe. Oh, fail. Joe, uh, colorful little character. Yes. Just real, real, real a nice A flamboyantly guy. lovely Gay man who I just think has some hair issues he needs to work out with me because I'm with him. I it looks like he has kitty hair, which isn't a compliment. He's a he's a little fella. He's probably (laughs) five three. Yeah, maybe maybe a buck oh five. Real slight fella, but he's an older gentleman. I don't know, you know. 50s, 60s probably. He's one of those that's like, are you 79 or are you 50? Like, you don't know where he lies. But he's rocking like the, he's rocking like 80s hair metal hair. Yeah. He looks like the old drummer from an 80s metal band. Yes. He's rocking the the shoulder length, uh, what is it, it? feathered? Yeah. Feathered? Feathered and well, it looks like he did it on purpose, but uh-huh. then not. Yeah. Like, was this an accident <laughs> or wait, is this what you're going for? I couldn't tell. But yeah. But I was so hot and over. Like, we were at this beautiful venue. Dave took the lead. Boo, you did great. Thanks. You're just, we were zipping around and I, it was 120 degrees, guys, uh, oh, in Palm Springs. We decided to go. Oppressive heat. It was hard. Just oppressive. We got a hotel room with a balcony. It was hard. You'd walk out on the balcony even after the sun went down. <laughs> yeah. Like 8 30, 9 o'clock at night, I went out on the balcony and just boom, just <laughs> like someone just took a big <laughs> wool blanket breathe. and just threw it on your head. <laughs> it's really like, bad. Ah, I can't breathe. Yeah, I can't breathe. But anyway, so the venue's absolutely gorgeous. Um, and apparently a lot of history to the venue. Yes. Um, uh, used in a lot of movies, uh, like a lot of um, productions will we'll rent it out and shoot there. I guess most recently they shot a lot of that movie uh, beyond, is it behind or beyond the Candelabra? Behind the, yeah, uh, the, behind, 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 behind. 
Butt stuff, Be- am I wrong? Uh, who's it? Michael Douglas. And Michael Matt Douglas. Damon about oh. Liberace, right? Yes, the Liberace so, movie. I guess a lot of that movie was filmed at this venue. Um, and to hear him tell it, and I couldn't tell like what was hyperbole and what was true. But I have no idea what he said. I, I was having a heat stroke and also got emotional about my mom, guys, and it was just not pretty. I kept just running away and crying in corners. <laughs> I think he said JFK stayed there when he visited Palm Springs. I oh, think yeah. he said George Clooney well, stayed there. Well, didn't he there. test you? Because there was this wall of all the guests that yeah. had stayed there, and he was like, do you know who that is? Yeah, and it was Dwight Eisenhower. Like, and yeah, I was like, nope, in my like, head, but I'm so glad you knew. I was like, yeah, it's Eisenhower. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Eisenhower. I guess Eisenhower lived uh, in Palm Springs after his president, after his terms. Um but yeah, anyway, so a lot of cool old history there. Love it. Um, just absolutely beautiful facility. Not not a huge sprawling estate, but it's um, it's in a re- residential neighborhood. But it's like um, I don't know, a couple of acres, but just so well manicured. The lawn, the flowers, the trees. Yeah. It's... Uh, fountain, old fountains, old church bells. I mean, just, uh, and it, what would you call that? Like Spanish style architecture. Yeah, Spanish style. Uh, um... Yeah, it's one story. Mm-hmm. Just and they have bells. Yeah. Oh, they have bells. Big church bells that you can ring with the ropes. And, anyway. I, I rang a bell. That made me really happy. Yeah, absolutely beautiful. So uh, that's kind of uh, that's a big box that has now been checked. Because apparently, yeah, guys, uh, the venue big deal mm-hmm. in the wedding world. Yeah. Didn't realize how big the venue was. <laughs> yeah, and it was fun too because I got to kind of. It felt like I was buying a car. Yeah. Well, I mean, for the, for the price, it's about the same. But, uh, and, you know, unfortunately, you know, we can reveal, but your father has stepped up and he's been so generous. He's and he, so excited. He's, like, he's just, like, get rid of her. Take her <laughs> here. I can't stand it. So he kind of gave us a, a loose budget to work with and uh, got this. I, I was I got to negotiate, got to haggle. You were good. Got him to come down. Like, I guess you could say he came down 33%. We don't yeah. have to get into specifics, but like he no, knocked you did off very good. Knocked off a big chunk. Well, here's the thing: I didn't know how to play it because mm-hmm. in my head, as we're walking around, also I was hot and dying. Um, I I thought, okay, this is so beautiful, but I don't want to get too excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I get too just excited. Just like when you're shopping things. for a card, you can't you can't like it too much. So I I. I was in this very weird, like, uh, I don't want to be excited. And then I got emotional about my mom. So I, <laughs> so he must be like, wow, this girl is either <laughs> pregnant or something's up with her. Katie's taking a crying break real yeah, quick. I'll so be you right and I back. will go ahead and See, carry my mom on. died. And oh boy, there, there she goes. <laughs> no, but it was amazing to watch you work because I, in my head, I was like, just shut up, Katie. Don't say that you like it. Don't say that you like it. Take hidden pictures, mm-hmm. but look kind of disinterested slash interested. That well, was my inner monologue. And then you have to, like, one of my negotiating tactics is, like, any any shortcomings or, <coughs> pardon me, anything that they can't provide, I, I pretend that it's a bigger inconvenience than it is. Yeah. Like, for example, and this is, for some people this would be a big deal, but because it is in a residential area, um, not allowed to have a live band at yeah. a wedding. You're a wedding venue. Yeah. And, which... I mean, ideally, I'd like, you know, a band, but that's fine. We're, we'll work around that. I'm just, I'm making some awesome playlists. Oh, my gosh. Uh, but anyway, so like, you know, that. So I was like, well, mm, really had my heart set on the live band. I know. I never heard of a wedding that you can't have a live band. I was like, you know, kind of like. You were doing really well. And then in my head, I was like, don't act excited. Don't act excited. Yeah. Because he was like, but there's an entire sound system that goes through the entire state. And I was like, uh, look bored. Like, I didn't know what to do because my face was just <laughs> Like, I don't know, Frozen. Although I was looking at some other pictures on their website, and uh, even though he said no live band, I'm assuming he meant, like, electric bands because I did see, I did see, like, a mariachi band. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. That might be. I would love a mariachi band. By the way, I love... Oh my gosh! Mexican yes. Latino traditional music. Me too. Uh, whether it be Mary, I you know I don't know all the uh, ranchero or Mary. I don't know <laughs> all the lingo, but anytime I hear, you know, an accordion, accordion, and some acoustic guitars, and it brightens my day. Some, uh, Instant. Some beautiful lyrics sung in, in Spanish. Oh, I love it. Hundred percent. Love it. Hundred percent. 
So we might go that route. Oh, that um, would be so fun. Right now, I feel like we got the hard part out of the way. We got the date and the venue. Mm-hmm. That's already confirmed. So now, to me, this is more the fun stuff like catering. Yeah, that's your fun stuff. Trying to I figure out catering. Oh, I could not care less, but I'm excited. Think, thinking about possible taco trucks. Love it. I've even looked into the In-N-Out Burger truck. Get it. But by the way, guys, did you guys know that the In-N-Out truck, you told me this, uh-huh. they don't do fries. No fries. What? That's like the point. Well, it's not the main point, but it's like one of the, the, points. the fries at In-N-Out really complement the burger. Yeah, and, and it goes together. Yeah, so you could, and I looked into all that, and it's affordable. It's in our within our budget, but who wants Lay's? Yeah, no offense, yeah. Lay's, but I love you, but no chips in, in, in lieu of fries. I don't know about that. So, looking into the Kogi truck, this yes. really popular um, uh, taco truck out of L.A. that does kind of a uh, Korean Mexican fusion. Their their big thing is the um, Korean short rib taco. It's so good. It's so I'm talking to those oh folks. Boy. Got some barbecue people I'm talking to. I mean, listen. And it's very, uh very exciting. And oh yeah, the catering. I'm I'm just you know what I'm excited for? The cake. That's what I'm excited for. Well, do you want to are talk we, about are that? Are we gonna do it? Are we gonna should we drop what we're doing yes, with our well, cake? Okay. Neither one of us are big cake people. Yeah, never been a cake person. I mean, I I'm not I don't dislike cake, but it's like, eh, I could take it or leave it. You know what I enjoy with cake? I will say when it's like faux cake, like, oh, it's half baked at a restaurant, you know, when it's like basically when it's like a those uh like lava a, cakes. Oh, okay, or like a tres leches. Yeah, really, that kind of thing where it's like it's not yeah, really a cake. Yeah. It's <laughs> but those are okay, but no, no, no. I've never been a cake. I had person. the idea of wedding pie. I love wedding. I pie. I think wedding pie. That would actually be nice. might be cool too. I'd love to have. Could you imagine what like if a, did a big pie, a triple tier pie? I don't even know if that's structural. Oh my possible. god! I think that could be a thing. I love pie. See, I used to have birthday pie. I love pie. I'll take pie over cake any day. Uh, same. Yeah. Ditto. Um, big old pie. But I found another option. That the one I'm this probably number one on my list. Yeah, same. Uh, Krispy Kreme Donuts has a wedding tower. Yeah, dudes. Yes, Krispy Kreme. Two hundred oh. donuts assembled yep. into a tower resembling a wedding cake. Yeah, but it's all donuts. Yeah, and I. That's it, what we're gonna do. I think that's where we're going. And it's a beautiful sight. And it's perfect. And then it's individual. Everything about it's great. Mm-hmm. You got a great dessert. Everyone gets their own. Mm-hmm. You know, you could go. You could go back. Yeah. You, there's no cutting. Mm-hmm. There's no cutting yeah. the cake. Yeah, we no, don't need that. No messy utensils. No. Just take that donut. Slap it on down your system. You know. I seriously think like if my death row meal, <laughs> like you no. know, when I got to the dessert portion, like if you said you know in terms of sweets and desserts and stuff. I can't think of anything I'd rather have than a half dozen, maybe a dozen. I mean, OG glaze, I OG agree glaze, more. or the glaze cream filled. Those that glaze cream filled, especially. And we've talked about this. This is a the, new, the new design in Denver. In Denver? In, sure, mm-hmm. in, in, in Denver. Denver. <laughs> we talked about that a few months ago about the new design of the uh, Krispy Kreme. Um, uh, glaze cream filled. Oh boy, yeah. yeah. For my money, I, <laughs> I love how both of us are just thinking about it now because yeah. we can't talk. Oh. We're just like, <laughs> yeah. Time stands still when we get into the Krispy Kreme. It's a problem. Yeah, I mean, so yeah. I think that's definitely a way to go for the dessert. Uh, oh, probably a lot wait. cheaper than a traditional wedding cake as yeah. well. Yeah, who cares? Let's um, do it. Krispy Kreme it up. I'm thinking they have a nice like lawn area where we'll we'll have the actual ceremony, but then like afterwards maybe we move the chairs out and get some like lawn games going. I maybe am with you. Cornhole, love it. Maybe some horseshoes. Maybe that big ass jenga that hurts people. The big jenga. I saw a thing today. I was watching an unrelated clip. Um, I saw it was a big yard toy where it was an inflatable um, um, uh, dartboard. Imagine a dartboard that was made, it was inflatable, like a, like a bouncy castle, but it was about the size of a bouncy castle, and then instead of darts, they have these like a Velcro-covered soccer balls, Ooh. and you kick the soccer ball and try to get it. Oh, on, F, on yes. The bullseye. Oh my gosh, I've never so seen you know that, I mean? yes. But like the, the, yes. the board would be, yes. the circle, the target's like <gasps> 10 feet in diameter. Let's do it. Let's and, do and it. And you kick these balls, and they, they stick to the board. I want to do that now. That'd be Let's cool. go right now. I'm, I'm going to go do it. I'm, I'm going. that cornhole, 
Maybe some sort of lawn bowling. I love the bocce ball. Bocce I'm a bocce ball, ball fan. Uh-huh. But are you talking about bocce ball or are you talking about croquet? No, I'm not talking about croquet because I would have said that. <laughs> well, lawn bowling is sometimes people say that as croquet, I think. Oh, really? I'm thinking of I like think. actual lawn bowling, like setting up some pins and then you throw, you roll a ball or something. That's a thing, right? I think that's a thing. I Croquet's got the little hammer, oh, little yeah. mallet. See, that's fun. Because uh-huh. then you get to just, it's like you're doing polo without a horse. Yeah, true. That's neat. True. But yeah, I don't know. What if they had life-size pins? Ooh, yeah. that's interesting. Uh-huh. Human bowling. Human bowling. We'll just get a bunch of humans yeah. as the pins, uh-huh. and then you just knock them down. You just rent them. They're not guests. <laughs> we're, just, we're paying for these people to just stay in there. Who wants to be a pin? <laughs> Raise your hand. So, yeah, a lot, lot to uh, to figure out moving forward, but I feel like we got the uh, the big ones out of the way. Yeah. The, the, the city, the venue, the date. Yeah. So uh, Check, 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 check. Check, we got check. it. We got it. We're getting it. So. And this is quite, like, we haven't recorded. We missed last week because mm-hmm. Cecil ran away with our stuff. Yeah. But, like, two weeks we've done a lot, it feels yeah. like. Yeah, it feels like, you know, it was like, yeah, let's plan this-ish. Mm-hmm. And we sure did. Did you notice that I just said ish and I didn't say the S word? Mm-hmm. Look at so you. So look at me look at taking that potty mouth and making <laughs> it clean. So that's what's going on with the wedding update. Uh, yeah. Real stoked about that. And Vegas uh, will miss you, but you'll you'll always be there. Trying to figure out the guest list now. I think uh, we're trying to keep it uh, at 50 total. Which, by the way, is very hard. So everybody yeah. that I've told, like, oh, just invite who you want. I understand now, and I'm sorry if I ever gave. <laughs> it's, it's a mind F in a way. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, wait, this family member knows this family member. And it's like an insidious, like, game in my head. Oh, you're having to, to do that? Kind of. Play that chess game? Kind of, because it's 50, yeah. Yeah. What do you mean this, like, meaning you don't want to invite people that don't get along with each other? No, I'm into that. Love that. (laughs) Would love that all day long. I want to film that stuff. No, um, I... I'm just like, okay, I'm going to invite all these family members. Oh, wait, they need plus ones. Oh, yeah, they have children. Oh, yeah, so then four people went to 16, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So that's why. But yeah. Well, that's been, the other thing we're learning too. Like the etiquette of like when you get it, when you send out an invite, is it automatically assumed that that person gets a plus one? Or you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we had to, to Google it. Yeah. Very it, hard. Yeah. I think the standard is like for if you're sending it to someone and, the, and you know that that person is either married to someone or cohabitating or even long-term relationship, then it's assumed that that person gets a plus one. But if you're just sending it to, like, an old friend who's single or, or whatever, like, like I, you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I, I don't want to pay for your Tinder dates catering. Right. And then it's pressure on them to find a date mm-hmm. and if they want to even bring, like, that's an awkward situation. Mm-hmm. But then you want to give them that option, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the effing rules. Liz. Mm-hmm. Poor Liz. Liz, I keep texting Liz like, hey, what's the question? Like, I, I feel like she needs to teach me how to breathe. Mm-hmm. I forgot how to breathe, how to be a person. <laughs> well, then another thing that kind of came up today that we didn't even consider. Didn't even think about because we don't have them. Speaking of plus one, like, oh, can I bring my kid? And we're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. We forgot that some people have kids. Kids. And then it's like, you know, I'm not, I don't want to tell someone they can't bring uh, their own child, but at the same time. But for the child, it's, is it going to be boring? Yeah. Is that, are we basically telling, hey, hey, you, we don't like your what you made for the earth. And that's not true. Uh, I just, I, I'm nervous because it's going to be an evening wedding. There's going to be an open bar. An open bar. There's bunch going of, to be. A bunch of comedians. A bunch of comedians. And on my side, all old people that can barely hear. Uh-huh. So I don't know. I mean, maybe that's a good thing. I'm not sure. Okay, I mean, it's you know, it's we're not going to have like an adults-only affair, but at the same time, this isn't. I don't think it's going to be fun or conducive for a young child. No, because you know you're going to have a bunch of drunk comics, yeah. you know, screaming at each other, <laughs> riffing, yeah. cracking jokes, you know. But I don't know. I mean, but then, like, if somebody said, 
oh, you can't bring Charlie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nope, that's not the same thing because Charlie's an animal. Yeah, no, that's All not right, the same so thing. I don't know. I just don't know. But I, I mean, that proves your point, though. I get it. We would take offense if someone said we couldn't bring Charlie, and he's, you know, yeah, in, and it's not in like, theory, a lot lower on the pecking order than an actual human being. Child. Exactly. Yeah. But then, yeah, I don't, uh, guys, what do we do? Yeah, call us and tell us. <laughs> tell us what to do, and then I'll just blame whoever gives us the the right answer. <laughs> so, yeah, oh, a, lot, uh, a lot going on. I'm, well, ex- I'm excited. And all the wedding stuff is amazing, and I'm so excited, but I want to let you know that you're rad, mm-hmm. and I appreciate you just for being you. Oh, well, thanks, boo. And, and, and I know what you're really excited about this week. Which This week? Yeah, what happened? What happened this week? Somebody got a box set. Oh yeah, yeah, big. So news. I think that's, <laughs> I think that's what you're really excited about, and and it's a big day. Yeah, that's that's boring record. Is stuff, it okay? You, you know? don't want to. I thought that was like a fun lead in. No, I was cute. No, I'm very that excited. Was cute. I just you know I don't know if that translates to all the <laughs> listeners. But yeah, that Grateful Dead box set that was so elusive. <laughs> I finally got it, and you I got, got it. it. I got it for the sticker price. Wait, how much was the sticker price? 140. And how much is it going for now? Online, some people are selling them two fifty, three, three fifty, for a box that really, mm-hmm. yeah. holy crap! Yeah, that's what those are called, like flippers. Like people will go out and buy these limited editions. This was a Ooh. record store day release. You could only get it, you know, uh, on record store day, and most of them got gobbled up, and uh, so people, you know, were buying them and, and flipping them online for like double and triple what they paid for them. Oh my gosh! But I like a month later. I just found one in my local store with the original MSRP. In Long Beach? Yeah, fingerprints. Yeah. And I go there two or three times a week. I guess they had one, you know, in their warehouse or something. You know, it it hadn't been sitting there a month. I would have seen it. So I guess they somehow found an extra one and stuck it out there and grabbed it. I tried to get you that, and I went into that a record store in Costa Mesa Mm -hmm. and was told a firm no. Yeah. But in a real passive-aggressive record store guy way. Mm-hmm. But, you know, boo, I'm glad you got yeah, it. Yeah. And I'm proud of you. I'm yeah, proud of you. I'm really excited. That is awesome. Yeah. Live in Europe, uh, Olympia Theater, Paris, 72. Oh, that was our first wedding venue <laughs> that we were going to go with, but they're busy. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, should we get into some calls, boo? Hell, yeah, we should. Let's get into it. Yeah, we are the Stonebergs. Hello. And, uh, yeah. That's good. Dave Stone. It's good to be back. And I'm Katie Strandberg. Get it? Yep, yep. So. Stoneberg. Berg. By the way, uh, we haven't talked about this, uh, I don't think, privately or publicly. Oh. Um, you taking my name? Yeah, I think so, right? Or, wait, should I change my name to Stoneberg? Wait, but then you'll have a different last name. I don't, yeah, maybe. Or are you going to do, I, I think now, you know, it's popular to do the hyphenated thing. No, Strandberg's a dying breed. Let's get out of here. I'm on to a new name. Stone hyphen Strandberg. Hello, my name is Katie Lowe Stone. Pleased to meet you. But I mean, Here's my bodyguard. Is that, is that archaic? Is that old fashioned? Like I don't know. I think it's funny. I think. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to demand that you take my name. I, I don't care. I mean, uh, whatever. You know, should no. I take your name? I what don't if know. What if we both change our last names mm-hmm. to Stoneberg? What if we both just change our names to Banana Rod- Rodriguez? Or <laughs> I mean, Miller? Hello? <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, oh, no, I think I was going to do that. Okay. That's like cool. what you do, I think. And it's fun. I could do a new ID. <laughs> I just get all new stuff. That's why I'm excited mm-hmm. about it. No, I'm honored to to take the name of my husband. Yes, my husband. Who is ta- I'm taking his name, and this is how Katie Stone will talk. Hello, store owner. I'm Katie Stone. <laughs> You right there? Yeah, sorry. My wife has an inner ear infection. <laughs> Let's take a call, boo. Okay. 562-548-2012. In that order. Go ahead and put us in your phone if you haven't already. Create Do a it. contact. We're here for you. Do it. So, uh, yeah, and apologies for uh, we've gotten several good calls coming in lately. Uh, but, you know, sometimes we get uh, long-winded and we don't get to them. So that's, and we got more stuff that we could get into today, but I'm going to exercise a little discipline and shut the hell up. Let's do it. Get to some calls. Let's see what we got on the uh, burner here. Hell yeah. Hey, Katie. Hey, Dave. Uh, First, I want to say, Katie, my nine-month-old daughters, they're twins. They love you whenever I watch your stories. They smile and laugh. They love it. Dave, big fan. You know, you, you, Boogie Monster, Kyle, all of you guys, whatever. But um, 
I'm calling because right now I'm sitting redoing a studio that was my father-in-law's who passed away in January from cancer. And, uh, well, the guy was a great musician, played everything, the fiddle, guitar, banjo, mandolin, accordion. He made instruments, everything. He was just great. I really looked up to the guy and really idolized him. And uh, I haven't let my girlfriend know how much it affected me, his passing. And while I'm up here redoing the studio, a lot of times I break down in tears. I'm getting emotional right now talking about it. And I just want to know if you guys think that I should open up to her about how hard it hit me. And I mean, yesterday was his birthday, today is Father's Day. And, you know, it's been a real emotional time here. But, yeah, so, you know, do you guys think I should just open up to her and let her know how much it affects me? And I think it, I don't know, I think it's a big, the guy was a very stubborn guy. You know, people told me, I think he liked you. And I said, no, Steve tolerated me because that's just the kind of guy he was. But, uh yeah, and if you want to, check out, he had a band in the 80s called Ambulance. And uh, his current band that he was with when he passed away was called Patty and the Pale Boys, you know. But, yeah, that's what I want, want to know. Should I open up to her and let her know? And I've been wanting to call since January to ask you guys. So anything you guys can tell me, you know, it'd be great. All right, thanks. Love you guys. You're awesome. Keep up with the podcast. I love listening to it. You guys make me laugh so much. All right, bye. Man, thanks for calling. Uh, rest in peace, Steve. Oh, Steve, rest in peace. Good call there. Um, yeah, that's a bummer, man. I'm sorry. Our condolences. I'm so sorry. I. Uh, Steve sound like a cool dude, man. I, um, man, I just I respect the hell out of musicians so much. Oh yeah. Especially like multi talented, you know, guys. Like, what do he say? He played guitar, banjo, mandolin, all kinds of stuff. Uh, that's awesome. So, uh, first off. It's great that um, you had that you do feel that way yeah. about your father-in-law. I was uh, thinking that too. Many people don't. I'm, I'm not saying that passive aggressively. Like <laughs> with my <situation. laughs> no, I, I think your dad's great. We get along great. He's a character. Uh, but no, a lot of times people do tolerate in-laws. Mm-hmm. Like oh, I gotta be nice, this old bastard, because my wife's dead or whatever. But uh, no, that's super cool that you guys had a, a good relationship like that. Even though, even though you uh, you, you say that he tolerated you, he uh, just sounds like a character. He sounds really funny, Steve. I yeah. mean, so uh, rest in peace, Steve. But no, to answer your question, um, absolutely, dude. Open up. Yeah. You know why? Why would you hide that? There's no need. There's no. There's no shame, there's no embarrassment, there's no nothing involved in just being honest with your feelings, especially. Now, if it were the exact opposite, you know, should I open up to my wife that I couldn't stand anybody in her family? Right. Yeah, maybe <laughs> sit on that. Yeah. But if it's a positive thing, you know, yeah. well, no, there's, there's no need to... Uh, to conceal those feelings. I think you're such a sweet soul, and I'm so sorry for your loss, and the fact that you're paying tribute to him mm-hmm. by doing this it's like remodeling yeah. yeah that's so cool that is and cool, what yeah. a gift and i i think at least when i was hearing the message it kind of sounded like maybe you didn't want you kind of did the thing of look i'm going to be the emotional guy that doesn't cry and so then maybe my wife can cry cuz it's it's her loss like you know, it's her dad, mm-hmm. maybe. And if that's the case, that's so not what we care about, at least for me. I I, I love when Dave cries. I prefer it. If you would yeah. cry more, that would yeah. be great. I need to cry more. <laughs> no, but it's such, a, it's such a gift to say, man, I loved your dad so much. And, and that'll open up a dialogue where both of you get to just cry and stuff. And I think with grief, it's so hard because... It comes out of nowhere, like sudden urges, like just it's like waves. Mm-hmm. Waves of grief happen where you'll you'll just be at a wedding venue in Palm Springs, and all of a sudden you'll see a bell and start crying. What? That's what happened to me. Mm-hmm. And 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 Dave understood that, and you were like, "It's okay to be sad." And you've been sad about my mom before too. And I 
I actually, I know that sounds kind of creepy, but I really love that because it makes me feel like, oh my gosh, yay, like you got to meet her and yay, you understand, you know, the, the loss. I don't know. Yeah. And from uh, my perspective, from a dude's perspective, here, here's kind of my general theory on masculinity or machismo, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, use it for good. And yeah. what I mean is, you know, when, I don't know, give me an example. When someone's kicking in your door to <laughs> to rob your family at gunpoint, uh, feel free to man up. Yeah, I know that's an antiquated phrase. Feel free to use your masculinity or your yeah. bravado or whatever in that moment. You know, don't don't cower down from dangerous situations. Step up and handle shit that you need to handle. But behind closed doors and with loved ones, with your wife, if you need to get emotional about something like your father-in-law, there's absolutely no shame or no anything involved in that. Does yeah. that make any sense? It totally makes like, sense. It you know, totally makes sense. In the outside world, you know, sometimes you need a gruff exterior. Sometimes, you know, it, that comes into play like, you know, when we're out and there's shady people around, you know, I, I don't mind, you know, shooting a look or, you know, puffing up my chest, let them know that, you know, peacocking a little bit. Like, yeah. you know, you, you know, keep it moving, Jack. These ain't two victims for you right here. But... In terms of like emotional stuff, especially with your family, with your wife, whatever, no, there's there's no need to to uh, conceal feelings, to mask feelings, to to push down anything. Yeah, you know? no, not at all, no. And also, I think that's for me as a uh, recovering codependent. Well, I'll always probably be a codependent monster anyway. But when when I think about that, I used to do that. Like, okay, don't react. And because this person's gonna is going through something, so don't just keep everything shut in and don't say anything. But that actually is such a reverse mm-hmm. thing because the person's like, wait, why are you acting weird? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Instead of me just saying, I'm really emotional right now and I don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. That's so much better. And it's gonna be such a gift. And also, you guys are just going through it. It just happened in January. Mm-hmm. Like, man, I wasn't even. I don't know. I think I was just like on Vanderpump Rules season three in that time. (laughs) Bravo show, guys. I was watching it in bed. Didn't leave it after my loss. Like, that's hard. That's really hard. Well, and like I said, and the same thing with the loss of my father. And I said this, you know, when he passed. But uh, I'm glad that I, I'm glad that I could be sad. I'm glad I had Mm. something to be sad about. I'm glad I miss him. Meaning... You know, some people lose a father-in-law or a father or a family member, and it's like, meh, you know, oh, well, he was kind of a prick. Yeah. You know, I'm not too tore up about it. But, like, does that make sense? Like, be glad yeah. that you have you had something with him that, that is to be missed. And what a great thing you're doing with the studio. And I'm sure your wife, like, I would be honored. Mm-hmm. Like, that's such a cool thing. And maybe you guys can do something together as well. Like... I don't know. Maybe she can be in on it. Or I don't know. She's working on the studio with you. But it it helps to have a project together when you're needing to kind of, I don't know, like a a little tribute. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm... No, absolutely. That makes sense. Mushy head. Mush head. No, I mean, like a physical manifestation, like something physical and and, and literal that that you can work on together. you know, as a tribute to him. Most people don't have that. It's yeah. it's more, you know, metaphorical or whatever. But, like, no, we're building a thing. We're doing a thing, yeah. you know, that to honor him and something that represents, you know, his passion when he was alive. Right. Um, so, no, that's awesome. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, tell your wife. Tell your don't, wife. Don't, don't, Please. Don't hold that down. There's, there's and also, no... hi, your little girls are awesome and I love them. Hello. <laughs> about that. But yeah, thanks for the call, man. Thank you. And uh, I'm sorry for your loss. And Steve sounds like an awesome man. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure uh, I'm sure he's he's proud and happy with uh, what you guys are doing right now. And so. I'm so sorry again. So kudos. Um, here's a question maybe for the listeners. Okay. The, uh, you guys feel free to call in and uh, help us out with this. Um, traditionally, I guess gifts are involved. I love gifts too. Here's the problem. A, <sighs> A, we're both very lucky. Uh-huh. We're very fortunate that uh, I, I'm not really wanting for anything. I, I have everything I want and need. I mean, within reason. I mean, now, okay, side note, 
I, I wouldn't be above doing a amoeba registry. Can, can, can we get registered at amoeba or, or, or record store? That'd be nice. Uh, no, but seriously, like I have everything I need in terms of any type of gift that might be given at a wedding. Either we have either one of three things: either we already have it, don't want it, or don't have room for it. Here's the thing: we live we in have a limit- very small area. Not very small. We live we in a live one, in- <laughs> one bedroom apartment. It's not like we a have case. a five bedroom home where we need extra furniture and extra appliances and what have you. Um, so, like, yeah, it'd be nice. In theory, it'd be nice if, you know, oh, this person got us, you know, a blender and this person got us this and that person got us this. But we literally don't have anywhere to put it. And anything in that realm that I might want, I feel like I already have or I don't need. So should we just across the board say, you know, on the invitation, no gifts necessary? Or do we we pivot and do – someone suggested this, and I never even heard of this. Like, uh, is a honeymoon fund a thing? I don't know if that's – well, that could be a thing. Here's the thing. I hear everything you say, Mm -hmm. and my higher self agrees. We don't need anything. Mm -hmm. Of course not. Blah, blah, blah. But then my lower self comes in and is like, bitch, I want new shit. Let's get rid of all the shit and get new good stuff. Like you're starting off fresh. Like I think the wedding gift is like, hey, like you know how we have silverware that isn't really matched. Okay. You know, some like an aunt gets a nice thing of silverware and it's like, oh my gosh, they all match. However, I understand I sound like a greedy little turd, but in a way it's kind of neat because then it's like we're, we're flushing out all of the like Ikea, you know, weird, not matched settings of mm-hmm. things that I've just accumulated and like getting like adult things. That's kind of how I see it. Hmm. But I agree with you. We have no room. We would have to get rid of pretty much everything okay. and redo everything. But that's why people register. Do we register? I don't know. As a gift person, I hate that. This is the problem, guys. Maybe we go Goodfella style, and everybody Ooh. just gives us an envelope full of cash. <laughs> See, I think that's and we tacky. Put it in a, put people- it in a pillow sack, <laughs> pillow case. All right. Yeah, you know what we should do? We should have them hand the cash when they walk in the door. Mm. And if they don't have the envelope of cash, there's an ATM down the street, um, like but, a club, like but, a cover. Get it? Yeah. Come on. That scene of Goodfellas at their wedding when there's just. There's like a line of a hundred people oh my waiting to greet them, and yeah. every person is is holding a thick envelope full of cash. I mean, yeah, that's the dream. Yeah. However, I feel like that's hard to ask for. Like, yeah, hey, <laughs> <laughs> no kids and bring us money. <laughs> no, of course I wouldn't. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just don't know, you know, how to handle that. Like, I don't either. We have to I, look wedding etiquette. I mean, I'm tempted to just say, especially since it's a destination wedding, since like. Well, half the people will just be driving a couple hours, but half the other people will be flying. Is that like, hey, you know, you, yeah. you flying yourself out here is enough. Don't worry about getting us a gift. Yeah. I mean, listen, uh, again, you're right. Higher self agrees with you. Lower self says, I want a juicer that's made by Smeg, S M E G. I wonder if Discogs can do a registry. Somebody is going to really get that juicer joke and really love me. Like, I think I won one person over just hit, now. Hit it with me again. I'm sorry. Okay, so you don't know it, though. It's a it's a label. Like, oh. somebody has to know what this juicer is. Smeg? Smeg. It's oh. these retro-looking devices. Like, it's like, look, it's like from the 50s, but they were, like, really cool uh, you know, normal kitchen okay. stuff. So it's like I'm. It's like an antique, but not really because it's brand new. Uh-huh. So it has all the technology of like, you know, kind of like our, our microwave. Our microwave kind of <laughs> like that. Yes, but that's a real bad version. Oh, okay. Because it's the worst microwave. Yeah, the ever. microwave sucks. <laughs> well, all microwaves suck in my opinion. But yeah, it no, looks this cool. microwave. Yes, like that, but like a nice, an actual. Mm-hmm. Anyway, listen, I I think I'm being greedy, you know, and I think I'm being a little turd, Mm. but that's who you're marrying, buddy. So greedy turd. (laughs) Greedy turd. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do we have a word of mouth this week? You got something, right? I do. Guys, uh, Casey Wilson, one of my favorite actors, she's on... um, so many things, but she was on Happy Endings, which is one of my favorite shows ever. It's now streaming on Netflix. Uh, she did a book of essays called The Wreckage of My Presence, and I'm listening to her audiobook, and it is 
so good and beautiful. And she talks about the death of her mom and she was in LA and, and, and her dad's just this big character. And, you know, it just talks about nightmare bosses. She works for this agent that used to throw money at her to get her attention, like coins. <laughs> mm. But it's just it. Uh, it's a. It's just like a warm hug of a autobiography, basically right that I on. love. But it's her essays. Okay. So the wreckage of my presence. Give it a read. Uh, what's her name again? Casey Wilson. Casey Wilson. All right. Yeah. Do you have a word about that? I don't. Uh, I tried, but I uh, watched a bunch of real shitty movies the last yeah. couple of weeks. So nothing really worth... Uh, it's COVID. It's the COVID movie situation. Real quick. Rami Malek. Is that how you pronounce it? Rami Malek. Malek? Malek? I don't... You know who I'm talking about. Uh, Freddie Mercury guy. Oh, yes. It, oh, Is boy. he a good actor? Okay, I don't know. We watched The Little Things. Which, by the way, Jared Leto alert. Hello. Jared Leto stole that one, I think. He Den- stole that, that Denzel movie. was fine. Denzel's always Denzel. Uh, Rami Malik. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. The, yeah, the guy from, uh, what was that? I, not iRobot. Uh, uh, yeah, was it iRobot? He's in a series no, no, and it's I called... Oh, oh my gosh, if I was listening to this and I knew it, I'd yeah. be screaming in my car right now. Yeah, and oh, I know crap. that that series was popular. That was uh, Mr. 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 Robot. Robot. Mr. Boom. Robot. Yeah. Boom. Um, he's in that. He's in the Freddie Mercury thing, uh, the Queen movie. Uh, I, I, now, I'll preface this by saying I don't really know anything about acting. I, I, I know a little. I've acted. No, you're a very I, good acted, actor. But Shut I'm, up. I'm not a... Film critic. I'm right. not an acting teacher. There's a lot I don't know. His whole—he was so rigid, and like his whole uh, his uh, jaw was very tight. You call it face acting. Face acting. Yeah, he was doing that thing where he pierces his lips. Yeah, but then also holds his jaw tight, and it's just very hard. Kind of, kind of rigid and monotone. I mean, and it was robotic. It was off-putting. Like I just was, kept staring at it. It was distracting. It was right? distracting. Yeah. Like and and I know people rave about this dude and, and maybe he's great in other stuff but boy it, it was so distracting. Yeah. First of all, the movie was poorly written. It wasn't great. It, it, I was paced, so sad. Poorly written. You know how I love my thrillers, guys, and it just wasn't up to snuff. But his his performance and maybe I'm off base. Maybe somebody who really knows is like, no, he was fantastic, but he just seemed robotic and his no, face was distracting. In. Phoned in. That guy was probably called. I bet they had somebody else. That person, Jake Gyllenhaal, was like, sorry, can't do it. Mm -hmm. Then they were like, all right, let's get Remy Rem. And then Remy came in with a bad attitude. They probably paid him very small. It was a snooze fest. He just didn't. And he. they probably knew it wasn't a great script. Mm-hmm. Like, it felt like a favor. Mm-hmm. Like, they were all doing a favor. Like, oh, this is Bill's kid who wrote it. All right. I thought Jared Leto was great. And I'm I'm not like a huge fan. Me either. I mean, I could take him or leave him. It's not like, you know, I have this pre existing uh, you know, infatuation with but yeah. he I thought he was great. Oh, he as, was as amazing. The creep, you know. Oh just, God, he was good. Creepy dude, just just nailed it. But yeah. Yeah, and Denzel was fine, but uh, yeah, the the Rami Malik, that it was just distracting. I didn't understand yeah. like why so this is an example of, of yeah. high caliber acting, just Squinching your jaw? I don't know. It wasn't monotone? an example, but uh, I mean, he didn't win an award for that because I, I truly believe this movie was not to not going to see the light of day. There's no way this thing was mm-hmm. going to even surface until Jared Leto walked in and was like, "Hey, this is how you do this," and mm-hmm. he killed it. Like he did such a good job. Yeah. Those scenes. I mean, just YouTube his scenes, you guys, and and you'll see. Oh, you'll see. You'll all see. <laughs> you'll all see. Uh, Boo, where can we find you on the gram? KT Lois Strandberg. There you go. In that order. Right on. What about you, Boo? Uh, underscore Dave Stone on Instagram. Uh, let's see. Yeah, we got tour dates up now at dumbdavestone.com. Cookbooks are available at dumbdavestone.com. Uh, Cameo. I'm on Cameo. Keep those coming. Those are fun. Those are so um, fun. But yeah. You know, yeah. Holler at your boy and holler at your girl. Thanks, guys. Boo. Boo. Uh, Until stay, next week. Stay healthy. <laughs> Thank you. Keep those uh, needles in the skin or whatever happens in yep. the acupuncture. Yep, a lot of needles and a lot of hate. Tell, a lot of hate that comes my way. <laughs> tell Dr. Kim that we appreciate what he's doing for you. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. 
But uh, We love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Take care of yourselves. Okay, we love you. Bye. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to the Stonebergs podcast. If you enjoyed it, it would mean a lot to us if you could take a few seconds to rate and review it on iTunes. And if you don't listen to it on iTunes but still want to help out, simply tell a friend, as word of mouth is so important. Follow us on Instagram, at The Stonebergs Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, at The Stonebergs. And lastly, give us a call 24-7 and leave a voicemail at 562-548-2012. That's 562-548-2012. Thanks for listening. Thank you.